Hey, what's up everybody? Fred Minnick here, and today I'm going to continue my reviews of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, the annual limited edition series from, of course, Buffalo Trace. Now, I've been covering the bourbon industry since 2006 and have been tasting this uh, since then. I've tasted every single release of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Many of them made my best bourbons of the century so far. If you'd be interested in checking that out, you can go back to my archives on this channel to see uh, what was number one, which it was not from Buffalo Trace. Today, I will be tasting Eagle Rare 17 year old. So take a look at this. This is the media sample that uh, that we get. And I will tell you that this is actually 19 years old. Now, here's the thing. Why are they, why are they calling it 17-year? There's actually quite a bit of precedent for uh, a brand to have older whiskey, but they keep the younger age statement. Um, and Michter's, Michter's is probably the best known for it. Like their 10-year will often have 15- and 17-year-old product in there. But they keep the 10-year because of uh, brand continuity, uh, and or it can be a pain in the ass uh, to deal with the feds with changing their label. But, you know, they're marketing it as 19-year-old. In fact, they say exactly that it is 19, let's see the exact, uh, 19 years and three months old. Um, but I will I will tell you that this is the oldest of, that, that it's ever been. And, and it's 23 years of being a part of the Buffalo Tracing Tape Collection. So Eagle Rare is trying to do something unique this year. It's 101 proof. The SRP, you know, you can just throw out the SRP. If you if you find it in between, if you find it under $200, uh, consider yourself lucky. But this will be, in retailers across the country, this will be marked up uh, to well over $1,000. It doesn't matter what I say about it. It doesn't matter what any reviewer says. That's just That's just the state of the world. Now, I will tell you that Eagle Rare 17 year has not meddled in my private in, in my in my private tastings uh, as well as like it's like finished last a lot of times in my private tastings when I've had them when I've had them with celebrities. It's like often been their least favorite um, and with, at San Francisco World Spirits competition where I've been a captain for a long time. It did not even meddle coming out of the panels panel stages. So this this release right here for whatever reason has not always warmed my palate but there have been some good years there have been some good years and you always want to give as a professional critic you always want to give a whiskey it, its fair shake you don't want to just go into there and thinking that oh you know what it, it sucked last year so it's gonna suck this year so i want to be fair to it and boy i tell you what the the aroma coming out of it just after i poured it i mean it's sitting over here to my right hand side just a like a half foot holy smokes i can smell it from over here man that is intense Woo! that is one of the sharpest bourbons i have ever smelled coming out of the glass i am recording this in the morning i will say and i typically do not i typically don't do my videos in the morning i usually do them in the afternoon so that might be it too maybe my uh my nose is a little bit more uh, receptive to alcohol in the morning i just I you know I tip I know a lot of people like to taste during the morning. I don't. I like to get some of my day through, but boy, this is really intense. You know, um, if you've been watching me long or reading my work long, you know I don't like products that are over oaked. I call them out frequently. 
Um, there is oak here, but it is not by any means um, the main note. I mean, oak is an accent here. This is a big caramel and vanilla bomb. And I know that seems like, oh my gosh, that's that's uh, bourbon 101 right there. The best bourbons have caramel and vanilla. Well, no shit, Sherlock. If you're tasting something that's supposed to be the best bourbon um, of the year, you better hope there's caramel and vanilla in there because that's that's the quintessential notes that come from a charred oak barrel, which was what makes bourbon unique. And damn, is that there. I'll also add... So you got caramel, vanilla, an accent of oak. Um, there's a lot of molasses on this. Of course, molasses is the byproduct of making sugar that's used in rum. And I got to tell you, the molasses on this is intense. In fact, now that I kind of go in there for that third and fourth you know, whiff, I, I find that that might be the dominant note of this nose uh, from there. Slight hints of spice. I can't quite make it out what type of spice, but I just give this the old swirl and push that aroma up there. Yeah, I can't figure out what that spice. I'd lean towards saying it's a pepper spice. All right, so I'm going to put it on the palate for the first time, and let's see what my initial instinct is. Very elegant. Now at 101 proof, um, it's not going to blow your blow your doors off if you're a regular bourbon drinker. If you're new to bourbon, I still think you might find this soft. But this is soft and elegant. Uh, it kind of caresses my tongue. It's very it's very velvety. It covers every inch of my tongue. It's it's really populating the tip to the back, tripping down the jawline, tickling the roof of my palate a little bit. And then it's kind of stuck right here in the in the back of my palate, you know, at the very very back, right where your tongue is meeting the meeting your throat. You know, sometimes you get like a nice spice that's there, um, causes you to re-swallow again. But man, this is this is by far, you know, from a first taste, this is by far uh, the best Eagle Rare I've had in some time, and that's. And I can't remember what year it was that I really, really liked the 17 year. Um, I, I want to say it was 2021. You know, when you when you taste, you know, nearly 2,000 uh, whiskeys a year, they can kind of all run together at some point. I don't drink them; I taste them. There's a difference between drinking and tasting. Tasting is classy, and you're not getting drunk. Drinking, woo! If I drank 2,000. A year like that, I would, uh, I'd probably have boils on my face or something. Now watch, tomorrow I'm going to get a big old fucking boil on my nose. That would be weird. i just mark it off as like, hey, it's Halloween season. I'm, I'm boil man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Okay, that was gross. All right, I kind of established a mouthfeel. How it feels on my tongue. Um, now I'm going to I'm going to double down on that molasses note. It is it has got that sweetness like molasses, and it has this uh, um, almost like a not like a Jamaican molasses, but like not like a Jamaican style rum, but 
a little bit of like jerk spice to it. Like some Jamaican style, some Jamaican rums will have like a jerk spice, but and so you have like this molasses and then like this Jamaican jerk, which if you had Jamaican jerk chicken, you know that flavor. So I would say there's a there's this note of molasses and then there's this Jamaican jerk note. So it kind of goes back and forth like that. So I think that that spice that I smelled, that was like just could not figure it out. When I put it on my palate, it becomes much more clear of what that note is in it. And, you know, you can you can call it clove. You might pick up clove. Uh, for me, it's like Jamaican jerk. But I can see, you know, like a little hint of clove there as well. But molasses is the dominant note, Jamaican jerk. And then I'm going to go in, taste it a third time to see if I can figure out what these hints are. Because this, this is a complicated whiskey. This is one where it will take you time to figure out what everything is you're tasting. And I don't exactly... I don't exactly always get to do that on these videos. You know, when I'm when I'm writing, like my book, um, you know, Bourbon Curious, I'm, I spend a lot more time with the whiskey when I'm giving my, my notes because I'm not having to talk about it. And so there's it's a very different discipline to taste on camera and tell you what I'm tasting versus tasting um, and writing about it. It's very different. So when I tell you that there's probably, there's probably about... 10 to 20 notes in here that I would spend a little bit more time trying to figure out what those notes are than, um, than I would on camera, just because on camera, like I'm looking in a dead space. I'm like, Ooh, it's this. I mean, granted I could edit that, make it nice and crisp for you all, but ain't nobody got time for that. Not to mention, you know, when I do spend the money on getting a really nice video and having it edited, it gets like a quarter of the views that the straight on shot like this. This is, I much prefer this style. I much prefer this style. Real easy, straight on. Maybe I'll have a bottle shot in there a time or two. But uh, believe me, when you see those high end videos edited and everything, those cost like two, three grand to produce. And sorry, but I ain't doing that well. Here we go. All right, molasses, Jamaican jerk, and I'm going to go into, I'm going to like some peanut brittle. Um, I think peanut brittle is kind of like that third dominant note, and then after that, it kind of falls toward like maybe some pepper. I get like a coconut here, maybe a little, and uh, a little... Um, um, a little cream, like whipped cream, and then just a slight hint of cherry. And so those would be those would be the most prominent notes that I have here. And I'll tell you that the finish is is uh, is very 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 long. I still feel it on the palate. It's it's incredible. Um, I'm I'm through the moon actually. Like how long it's still on the palate. But yeah, this is delicious absolutely delicious now this is probably the best eagle rare that has come out of the buffalo trace antique collection at least that i can recall eagle rare's not been the one that i typically gravitate toward in the in btac i have historically been a weller stag um sazerac third handy fourth and then you know eagle rare but and i gotta tell you this is this is pretty damn good it's pretty game good so uh 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know where this would rank. I haven't tasted the others yet. Well, I tasted Handy the other day. That was damn good, too. But uh, at any rate, stay tuned for more of the B-Tax dropping. If you do get a chance to buy this at SRP, gobble it up. In fact, let's be honest. If you have a chance to buy any of the Buffalo Trace Antique collections at SRP, it's probably a good idea to do it. Even if they get bad reviews, you know, they're just hard to come by, especially at SRP. And it's always nice to have one of those around for your friends. And you should be tasting these things with your friends, not keeping them in the closet to resell in 20 years, which in 20 years they could bring a lot of money if bourbon continues to boom. But if it busts, be a big old waste of money so you might as well drink it that's gonna do it for this episode folks be safe out there remember click that subscribe button tell a friend about the channel and if you'd like to learn more about my whiskey club you can learn about club marzipan in the description but that's gonna do it be safe out there remember vodka sucks unless it's being used to clean up the murder scene of a dead cat cheers <laughs>